Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. If you only have a 401k, you're not getting the most for retirement. Wait, what? Add a Robinhood IRA on top, then they'll boost it by 3%. You can do that? And if you transfer in any retirement account, you get 3% on top of that. Is there a limit to the match? No limit. Robinhood Gold gets you the biggest contribution match of any IRA on the market. Sign up for Robinhood Gold at Robinhood.com boost by April 30th. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Match on transfers subject to additional terms and conditions. Robinhood Financial LLC. Member SIPC. Los mejores viajes nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram is not a marker registered at the FCA US LLC. Buy airtime ahead of time with scheduled airtime service on MTN Momo. You can schedule your airtime purchase of any amount daily, weekly, or monthly by dialing star 170 hash option 3 and follow the process. Or simply dial star 170 star 311 hash for a superb airtime purchase experience. You enjoy 100% bonus airtime anytime you recharge yourself with MTN Momo. Keep on talking with that 100% feeling. So, what are we doing today? Today, MTN. Live on Joy 99.7 FM, this is the Midday News. The Midday News is also live on Love 99.5 FM in Kumasi, affiliates across Ghana's 16 regions. We're on Radio Somali in Wa, Victory FM in Keta, Buipe FM in Buipe, Bedarin FM in Buntrugu, and Kalio FM in Akachi. We're on Twitter Spaces, we're on Facebook, and myjoyonline.com. The Midday News is sponsored by DuraPlus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where DuraPlus goes, water flows. This afternoon. <laughs> The way we are seeing things, we don't know who we should report to. MP to make cross over your campaign near to Abamano. But we are going to be 
The cry of residents of English Yamanfro in the South municipality who've been cut off from the rest of the city after a heavy downpour. We needed the government to come in. So we are pleading for the government to come in. Uh, that's our, uh, uh, our need. We have more as the assemblyman blames the flooding on lack of funds to desilt drains as the meteorological department warns of more rains until the second week of July. Yes, we are in the peak of the rainy season. So that's the day we'll have one or two before we'll get out of the hood. And we'll get out of this day roughly second week in July. We also have the latest in our Flats of Trauma series. Also, government uh, to halt the Tema Oil Refinery's controversial six-year lease agreement with Torrent Co. I think that government should pull the brakes, do further consultation, so that we can together fashion a way of dealing with talk. We'll get to hear from the energy minister who assures of government's diligence in the approval of the deal. The proposals lying down in talk. The attorney general is having a look, SIGA is having a look, finance ministry. Because you saying journalists will come and say government has sold talk to his cronies if we don't get it right. We'll work diligently to give Ghanaians what is good. Plus, the Public Procurement Authority's response to a request for Sosol's deal by the Tema Oil Refinery in sports. Parliament celebrates Ghana's top goal scorer, Samuajan, after he announced his retirement. He never missed the opportunity for restoring joy into the heart of Ghanaians with the music, dance, and economic opportunity that has offered the youth. And much later. We didn't see anything, any payment on the 5th. The next was on the 12th. No uh, coupon was due on the 12th. Yes, still, we didn't hear anything about the payment. Pensioner bondholders resume picketing at the finance ministry to demand payment of six coupon arrears after government's promise to promptly pay their coupons failed. We have that and more in this afternoon's edition of the Midday News. I am MFA Apau and this is your home of independent, fearless and credible journalism. Please stay for details. We head to the South municipality and residents there are in a state of anger, sadness and confusion. That's how um, English Yamanfu residents say they feel as they've been cut off from the rest of the South municipality due to flood waters. The rains which started yesterday has totally covered their roads, destroyed homes and swept away a mother and her two children who are yet to be found. Pupils were seen carried on the shoulders of their parents to cross the waters. Workers rolled up their clothes and made Many others walked in groups to enable them cross the almost knee-length waters. They say they are tired of promises to get drains constructed in the area. The situation here has been there for a while, it's so many years now. Uh, we needed the government to come in and intervene and help us do this situation. In fact, Government comes and goes. The MPs and the assemblymen, all of them comes and goes. We don't have any they don't have any help to help us here. So what we are pleading to the government now is the, the government should come in and help us in our situation here. The way we are seeing things is very, very hectic. And we don't know. Who we should we should report to 
So we are pleading for the government to come in with the situation here. It's very, very serious. Well, the assemblyman for the area, Persios Kwashi, explained lack of funds has hindered them from desilting, dredging and constructing enough drains in the community. The assembly, we've done everything, but we have not been able to do the desilting and the dredging. That is why we are seeing big flooding here. Why haven't you been able to do the desilting and the dredging? The road engineer responded that they are waiting for some funds from... Uh, Central government and then urban route, regional urban route, to come and do the discussion and then dredging. And funds have not come yet, and that is why we are seeing this. That's the assembly man for the South Municipality, Persios Kwashi. My colleague Maxwell Agbaba joins us from Peace Town in the South Municipality. Maxwell, you've been there all morning, paint a picture of how the current situation looks like. Churches, schools, homes are affected um, by the rain. I can still see um, scores of people gathered at the cutoff point. Um, as um, you know, many of them are waiting. Um, you know, for the water to subside so they can cross and come, uh, you know, to town and then go about their normal duties. The courageous ones um, are wading through the water, which is reaching above waist level, depending on your height. Um, for those who are new to the area, who do not know the depth of the water, the flood water, they do not want to risk it because it looks um, dangerous. The residents tell me that it is a perennial problem, an age-old problem, and they want city authorities to fix the challenge. And we are told that officers from the Gassant municipality were in the area but had no canoes, no way of rescuing those who have been stranded. Exactly. Residents tell us that um, officials of the National Disaster Management Organization um, were here who had wanted, uh, you know, to help deal with uh, what was happening um, very early in the morning. But they didn't really have the necessary um, equipment and logistics um, to do that. So they went back. In fact, many school children who had wanted um, to cross um, to go to school couldn't do that, you know, in the process. So they had to go back um, home remove their skin forms, and then get into bed. Many white also who had wanted to cross couldn't do so. So as it stands right now, it's just um, residents taking matters into their own hands, taking the risk and trying to cross. But we still have some lifeguards from the community um, here who are trying to help um, those who have the courage to cross. Well, earlier, Maxwell reported about a woman and her two children who were missing. Have they been found now or any news about them? Well, they told that um, the lifeguards who were here were able to um, save them. In fact, another man who I've been interacting with about five minutes ago told me about how he was nearly swept away um, by the flat water. Um, he said, but for the intervention of the lifeguards who were here right after um, the area got flooded, would have been dead. Mm. Well, that's my colleague Maxo Agbagba there reporting from the Gasouth municipality. He'll be there for us all day uh, giving us updates on the situation. Well, the deputy director of forecasting at the meteorological department, Dr. Potofi, is asking residents in low-lying areas to move to higher grounds. Here's why. We are in the peak of the rainy season. Uh, we'll get out of this state roughly second week in July. So we'll play that, yes, if it is a flat-front area, then you have to move out. When they raise the site, then you come back. That's the best thing. 
And then we also advise that the people should not be commuting wherever they suspect there will be flooded. We should find an alternative route. And when we are driving, we know our output, we know our everything. We should be very cautious. If you think the kind of reality is coming, we'll flood my area, six uh, metres somewhere, and then when it is down, then you can, you can, you can pass on it. Well, let me bring in the ranking member on the Works and Housing Committee of Parliament, Vincent Oponga-Samoa. We are grateful for your time here on the Midday News. Honestly, it's becoming tiring reporting on this annual ritual. I hear you say that the only solution is a comprehensive step. What would that comprehensive step be? Yeah, thank you very, uh, thank you very much, Mr. Yes, I, I heard the, a very good advice from uh, Meteorological Service. The best advice that I, I've heard so far those in low-lying areas will just move to higher ground so that at least they can salvage some of their vulnerables. Because if we rely on politicians around this time, there's absolutely nothing that is going to be done to solve any problem now. Because, you know, just like you said, almost every time it rains, we have these problems here or there. But... Before we can solve this problem, there should be a very comprehensive program. Just like uh, when we had issues with energy. You know, government bought a lot. We had a trouble, a runner, issues with gas. We don't have issues with gas anymore because we invested so much in that because government prioritized that one. You remember the issues that we had with uh, this West Africa uh, gas pipeline. So we took a very bold decision to solve the Accra needs a very comprehensive uh, measures to solve that uh, flooding system in Accra. And did the season of rains and all these things are just temporal measures. Mm-hmm. And I, I even wonder whether I can even solve any problem. But we are grateful that at least you've been able to admit that we can rely on politicians when it comes to this time of the season. But really, this comprehensive step you talk about, we will need the politicians to implement. Are they committed to doing that? We understand it. The politicians, at least their will should be there. And we have to look for the money to do it. And I remember, you know, that's the reason why I made mention of uh, a trouble. We spent a lot, almost, almost $1 billion dollars. But we know right now issues with gas, at least we are somewhere. We are not solving completely, but at least we admit that it's even bringing in some income. Mm. So but, th- but thankfully, but thankfully uh, Mr. Opoa-Samoa, you are a member, a ranking member on the Works and Housing Committee. You have oversight. Last year, the minister came to your committee and told you that there are lack of funds, that that has not been released from the finance ministry. And we've looked on up until now. What exactly has been done? You know something? Just like you said, 2022, the budget, we gave the ministry over 500 million Ghana cities. But actually, release was even less than 10% of that money, actual release. So that should tell you where the priority of this government is. Go into the budget and see where government is spending its money. Government doesn't care about investing in drains. You construct rules, but you don't construct drains. So at the end of it, all the investment that you make in road projects, when there's the major rains, these roads are washed away because we don't construct drains. And we need to prioritize the issues of the drainage system in Accra because we know where we are. Accra is in a low-lying area leading straight to the sea. 
So if you have a city like Accra and we don't put so much money to construct drains, covers another very, very well. Every tab that it raises, we lose a lot of money. We are grateful. And that's uh, Vincent Opong Asamoa. He's a ranking member on the Works and Housing Committee of Parliament. Well, amidst the relentless downpour of the rainy season, a cloud of apprehension hangs over um, the residents residing near the banks of the Odor River. In our latest episode of Flats of Trauma, we visit five different individuals who have separate stories, like a recurring nightmare. The fear of the rainy season grips their hearts as they bear witness to the rising waters that threaten to consume their homes and belongings. My colleague Michael Ashali has more. In Adabraka, a community very close to the Odona River, and this household right here has a peculiar relationship with floods. This wall that I sit on is arguably the only surviving one because the others have all given way to the force of the floods. They have all tumbled down. And the residents share their story. At least the few remaining ones. In Adabraka, we met two brothers, Kufi KK and Daniel Asiedu. Their house now floods after every heavy downpour. More recently, the force of the water collapsed their walls. Last year, the flood came and it came around. Okay, here's the situation. Our daughter Mia is leaving for her first sleepover. We have friends coming to stay, and we just got a puppy. So I go on Instacart and solve everything in one order from Kohl's. Fun PJs for Mia. Oh, new bedding for the guest room. And a vacuum cleaner that actually picks up pet hair. All delivered in as fast as 30 minutes. With Kohl's on Instacart, there's no such we can't fix. Visit instacart.com to get free delivery on your first three orders. Offer valid for a limited time. $10 minimum order. Additional terms apply. Waiting on a tax return? Hopefully it ends up in your hands. Fraudulent tax returns due to identity theft increased by 30% in 2023. If you're in a bind this tax season, LifeLock can help. Our U.S.-based restoration specialists are experts dedicated to helping solve your identity theft issues. And all LifeLock plans are backed by the Million Dollar Protection Package. So we'll reimburse you up to the limits of your plan if you lose money due to identity theft. Help protect your information this tax season with LifeLock. Save up to 25% your first year at LifeLock.com slash aware. Don't you love an extra $100 in your pocket? Have a TurboTax expert file your taxes for you by March 31st to get $100 back instantly. Because no matter what moves you made last year, TurboTax makes them count. That means getting $100 back and 100% accurate taxes only from Intuit TurboTax. Must file by 331. Credit only applicable to federal filing fees with TurboTax full service. Offer can be modified or terminated at any time. Tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Los mejores viajes. Nacen en la carretera, pero este comenzará en tu mente. ¿Escuchas ese rugido? ¿Sientes la experiencia de poder? ¿La emoción de la libertad? Ya estás preparado 
para vivir tu nueva aventura. Nueva Ram 1500, hecha para vivir. Ram es una marca registrada de FCA US LLC. Around 2.25 p.m. or a.m. Yeah. But we, I, I heard boom at once. And I realized, ah, what is happening? I, I, I think it's a tender. But I, I, came, I, I came from my room and I see there's plenty of water. By the moment I'm trying to come outside and I see my, my, my wall has fell down at once. Boom! This is the wall. You can see the wall. This is the wall. Their tenants have now taken the hard decision to vacate their rooms just before the raining season. That's a flood of trauma series. Now government is being urged to halt the Tema oil refinery's controversial six-year lease agreement with Torrent Co. Ascending. Some civil society organizations have in the last week raised concerns about the deal, which will see some of Tor's key assets handed the company to enable it refine up to 8 million barrels of oil a year. Vice President of Imani Africa, Bright Simmons, says the transaction will not solve the refinery's current challenges. Trying to remedy is basically to restart the refinery because the refinery has not been producing since um, sometime around March 2021. Mm. My position is that the transaction will not solve the problems of the Tema oil refinery. Why? Um, and for that, we need to first start off with all other problems, right? Yeah. And then we can conclude that it doesn't work. So mm. the problems are primarily threefold. The first problem is that the refinery often doesn't have working capital to import crude, refine it, sell it, and pay back um, in good time. Okay. If the creditors um, give it credit, it's because of the previous challenge that it had. It had to keep servicing debt and the rest of it. It keeps making losses, okay. which keeps accumulating. The second problem is that the equipment are not in the pre most pristine state. Bright Simmons also questions the capacity of Torrent Co. Mm. More important than not, a lot of the um, strength of this consortium, a lot of the appeal of this consortium lies in the fact that they claim Vitor, which is a globally renowned uh, commodity trading company, will give them the crude oil. But the documents that we've reviewed suggest that Vitor is not going to give them this because Vitor hasn't made any commitment to oil. It's made it very clear that it's only expressed an interest to have conversations if the company is granted the lease. Now, a ranking member on the Mines and Energy Committee of Parliament, John Ginapo, wants the transaction put on hold. If you do the analysis, you're simply not going to make any progress. Mm -hmm. Even more is the fact that they took this agreement to the Public Procurement Authority for approval, knowing that there is a public-private partnership act, which stipulates that you must go to the Ministry of Finance and meet the PPA committee for an assessment before going to Public Procurement Authority. So if the Public Procurement Authority had not restricted them you have had a major, major problem. And if you read the PPA letter, it does appear that there are several, several sub-sub-agreements. So I think that government should pull the brakes, do further consultation, consult stakeholders, i.e. members of parliament, industry players, civil societies such as Mani and SF and all those people, so that we can together fashion a way of dealing with talk. You cannot deal with talk's problem in a firefighting approach. It will not work. Well, the Petroleum Union Staff Association says its calls for management to pull the brakes on the deal have been ignored. Anthony Kumsing is chairman of the association. 
as workers, we asked for requisite information to understand the transaction that was, was ongoing. We're giving the lease agreement, we perused it, we saw all the inconsistencies and the, and the, and the misrepresentations in it. We drew management attention to it, we drew board attention to it, and we, we only blacklisted and blackmailed. As we speak now, the refinery has two other options on its table. It has legacy capital that, is, that has come to survey the plan, have discussion with management, done presentation. Then we have Falcon American Oil that has done safe. Last week, the entire week, Falcon with, is, was with the refinery. Did the presentation, engage all staff, tore the plant, and they are yet to bring their proposal. Well, in spite of the concerns, the Senior Staff Association of Tor are in agreement with the deal. But my colleague Elton Ruby joins me in studio also on a request to the Public Procurement Authority for a sole source approach by government. Well, Elton, what did the PPA have to say about this transaction? So this letter is dated 15th June 2023. The title is Request for to Adopt Single Source Procurement to Engage Strategic Partners for the Tema Oil Refinery Lease Transaction. And the letters that we refer to, a letter, the, the reference is quoted, mm -hmm. and earlier correspondence on the above subject. The board added meeting held on Thursday, 15 June 2023. Consider the following full complements of documents submitted by Tema Oil Refinery in explanation, clarification, and support for each request. And a tall list of the things that Tor presented to the uh, PPA, you know, justifying the need for them to undertake so awesome in this regard. That the, the, the conclusion of PPA is they said that we find a request to seek to enter into lease agreement with Terenco Asset Management Limited and it partners to enable uh, Terenco set up an SPV to start a re refinery process at all, a core mandate of Tor, and will help restore Tor to profitability. Upon careful consideration of the above documents and engagement with Tor, we have the considered opinion that a request be referred to the Public-Private Partnership Committee of the Ministry of Finance for consideration pursuant to the Public-Private Partnership Act 2020. So, mm -hmm. you can say that the PPA rejected the request to undertake sole sourcing in this regard. Well, we'll have to check with the Finance Ministry on what exactly uh, the deal is about and what the advice um, to the Energy Ministry has been. Well, members of the Pensioner Bondholders Forum have for the fifth time resumed picketing at the Finance Ministry over six new coupon arrears. The arrears are coupons that have matured over the past three weeks. The bondholders say that although government has cleared their previous arrears up to May, they are forced to resume the picketing to force government to adhere to it. As always, James Aveji has been with the pensioner bondholders he joins us in studio so what's the the story today and what exactly is the status yes some of us so at the last picketing uh, we know that government owed them five coupons and mm -hmm. four principles uh, as at today government has cleared all the five principles okay. owed up to may 29 and then all the four uh, principles as well so uh, so the five coupons and coupons the four and principles four have, have all been cleared. Been cleared. Okay. But the reason why they are returning today is because uh, from 1st June to today, government has accrued six more coupons mm. and has not paid that yet. And then if you remember, at the last picketing, they were calling for all the uh, principals that were in arrest for government to pay interest on that. That mm. government has also not done it. So those are the two reasons why they have come. But we can listen to Dr. Edouard Anyanchi. Yes, because you have the nine people, some in, in, in the first case, some of them, more than three months of somebody's money, which is using to invest. And these are people who are relying solely on that. So you mean that three months, 
the person Shinia should earn nothing. And is government going to pay for his or her medication and food? That is not right. That is not right. You, you shouldn't treat your citizens like that. That's our point. That that is not right. If you can't return the money to them, then pay them some interest so that they can buy their medicine. So that one, we are going to insist on it. That's the convener of the pensioner bondholders, Dr. Edu Ananiyanchi, taking us on a quick break here on the Midday News on Joy 99.7 FM in Accra, in Kumasi on Love 99.5 FM. The Midday News is sponsored by Duraplus Ghana Limited, producers of quality PVC pipes and water tank. Where Duraplus goes, water flows. And when we return from the break, we'll take you to Parliament where they are celebrating Ghana's top goal scorer, Asamoajan, after he announces retirement. He never missed the opportunity for restoring joy into the heart of Ghanaians with the music, dance, and economic opportunity that has offered the youth. Notice that Ghana has suffered lack of attendance at stadia across the country in recent years? Well, the multimedia group wants to be part of the solution, which is why we're calling on you, our dear listener, to help us. Our sister station, Inshira FM in Kumasi, has been on a nationwide campaign to identify factors influencing poor patronage of Ghana Premier League matches. This campaign has been widely discussed on traditional and social media since the beginning of the year. And after widespread stakeholder engagement, we have a list of questions in a survey that will help us come out with a communique based on science and data and we need you to assist by completing this survey the link to the survey is bit.ly forward slash fill gpl questionnaire once again bit.ly forward slash fill gpl questionnaire please help ensure fm and the multimedia group complete the survey in order to have a scientific response to this national problem Thanks for staying with us here on the Midday News. Time for sports. Mubarak. Yep, MFA. Uh, let's get to Parliament because Majority Chief Whip Frank Anodompre has eulogized former Black Stars captain Asamoah Jan, calling the nation to honor him for his exploit. The Ghana top scorer, who is also the first international player to score in nine successive tournaments, announced his retirement from football, making a statement on the on the floor of the house. The Majority Chief Whip said Jan brought glory and honor to the country. He never missed the opportunity for restoring joy into the heart of Ghanaians with the music, dance, and economic opportunity that has offered the youth. In any case, Bailey once touted, and I quote, a penalty is a cowardly way to score, unquote. And by extension of this, we know that a hero once played in the colors of our flag and scored on several occasions with no act of cowardice. Are you equal to the man who managed who manages companies with a head and manages the ball with his with his feet. Yeah, now former youth and sports minister Dr. Rashid Popu recalled a goal Jan scored against Nigeria while he was minister and touted Jan's unifying qualities. From football is giving us a reason to say that it is time for us to also recognize what he has done and play the game he played all these years. He played for everybody and let us all play for him. That today we are recognizing him as a whole for what he has done for Ghana. The speaker, the gentleman we are celebrating eventually played a key pin role in Ghana football as a captain. And he moved Ghana along in many of the 
matches we play. That's about it for sports. Back to you, MFA. Thank you very much, Mubarak. Now, Secretary of the Defunct Interministerial Committee on Illegal Mining, Charles Bissou, has withdrawn one of his three cases against the Office of the Special Prosecutor. Well, this is the case in which he had asked the court to either halt the OSP's investigations or direct that the investigative journalist Anas Arimiyao Anas be included as a suspect. He also wanted the court to bar the investigative body from arresting him. This development comes barely a day after Mr. Bissou was arrested and granted bail by the OSP. Legal Affairs Correspondent Joseph Akable was in court for us as always and joins us on the line. So Joseph, do we know why he has decided to abandon this case and what are the two other cases that are pending? Uh, the court was not given a specific reason, but the information we are picking up, it indicates that it has to do with the fact that the issues he was raising in this particular case are now moot because he has already showed up at the Office of the Special Prosecutor and it means that some of the matters would not have to be dealt with by the court anymore. In terms of the two other cases that are outstanding, there is one at the Human Rights Court in which he's alleging that the OSP has abused his rights by the way he's going about the investigation. That is still outstanding. Then there is the other one in which he's questioning why he's been investigated when the police has already probed and dealt with the matter already. That is also outstanding as well. Okay, let me stay a while longer with you, Joseph. It's still in court because the Supreme Court has handed NDC's James Achequation seven days to file a review of the decision which directed Parliament to expunge his name from his records. Well, tell us more about this particular directive. So they are seeking to overturn that particular decision. We know that a by-election is taking place next week, but as far as the lawyers are concerned, because the review is for a specific period of time, they want to take advantage of all the processes so that no matter what the outcome of that by-election will be, they could still pursue this legal remedy as well, MFA. Thank you very much. That's our legal affairs correspondent, Joseph Akable. Now, efficient farm equipment is crucial in sustainable agriculture. More so, tools capable of executing several tasks at the same time can make farming enjoyable. Well, this is what the students of Oboise Senior High Technical School have been able to conceive. The students have been able to build a solar-powered electric farm solution capable of spraying, weeding, and checking soil temperature and moisture at the same time. Love FM's Chrissy Deborah has today's edition of Tech Thursday. The machine, which can be controlled manually and remotely, consists of a solar panel, a mower, a Bluetooth device for connecting to nearby mobile devices, among others. There are basically three of them. One for digging through the soil, another for turning up and down the soil, and another for cutting. This particular device is used for weeding and spraying pesticides and fertilizers onto the crops. The beautiful thing about this project is that it can be controlled both manually and remotely. This is the second part of our project work, which is able to irrigate automatically, determine weather condition, and also turn on alarm to scare intruders from the farm. Another good thing 